<laughs> That's right, ghoulies. We are back with a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. <laughs> Join us now with our host, Steve Owen Anna. That's right. Uh, Cripply, Crip Keeper apparently lives with us now during this whole fucking quarantine. Yeah, he's homeless. By the way, also tonight joining us is Peter, Co- or uh, yeah, Peter Cushing, for no apparent reason. Uh, no, we we didn't touch upon any uh, Hammer horror films, which we probably should at some point. Yeah, we should. Um, well, I would like to run through the classics or whatnot, but uh, hi, ho, yeah, it's almost been a year, everybody. I know we're just jumping into conversation right now. It might actually work because uh, we only really have one thing planned. Um, That's true. <clears throat> well, because we took off for six months because of my school. Yeah, and then uh, we kind of jumped late into the game. I meant to do a lot more podcasts during this whole quote-unquote quarantine that's going on. So if you're listening right now, yes, it is 2020. We're in the month of May now. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we're all going through it. But uh, Anna was all like, "I want to do a uh, I want to do a B Horrorcast uh, episode," and uh, she watched the movie. So you actually might be uh, <clears throat> taking the lead on this one. I might just be jumping in with little things every so often because uh, I didn't get a chance to rewatch this movie. I've already seen it once. I just did a quick like overview with it. We'll, we'll get to the movie. We're going to do a, a bit of a catch-up before I reveal uh, yeah, what we're actually talking that, about. To be fair, you have a better memory than me, so you probably remember more of the movie than I did. I do, especially considering sad part is, I was drunk while watching it. Sad, sad part it. is <clears throat> with that is, yeah, I watched an overview mm-hmm. today, like a quick video just to give me like the boom-boom-boom, the beats, and now I'm like, oh yeah, I totally remember this movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah. Uh, yes, we are back. Um... Hello, hello, everybody. All are um, be oh, scaries. Um, but yeah, no, I meant to do a lot more podcasts. I've only been doing Socially Awkward. I meant uh, I could probably jump on because i got nothing planned tomorrow. But uh, I really need to jump on and do some more Rick and Morty because the new season has started and everything like that. Um, I probably will have a couple of video games stuff to actually talk about because I have been gaming a lot more. And I've been doing a lot of the online gaming for Arcade Bros with uh, a buddy of mine, even though we're just playing, like, old-school, like, beat-em-ups and shit like that, but uh, and a bunch of gears. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's uh, neither here or there, but we wanted to give you guys something. Um, hopefully we'll be coming back at some point. Um, I don't know if this is just going to be for the month of May or if we'll have another episode or whatnot. Uh, we really do need to be checking out more horror movies and stuff like that. Um, actually, the funny part is uh, we actually could do another one um, anytime because we did see, because uh, I don't think we talked about it. No. Uh, yeah, we saw Invisible Man. Yes. The remake of that. That was literally the first and only movie we saw this year in theaters <laughs> due to this whole uh, uh, <clears throat> COVID-19 yeah. thing going on. I want to make sure to say the right right thing because it's changed so many times from being the uh virus that came from china to uh coronavirus to covid19 and and covid19 um um, in fact actually it was never called the virus that came from china they were calling it something else but i decided to be a little bit more politically correct with that and say just uh the idiots were calling it something else which is uh this is why they're idiots um, but anyways, yes, we are we are recording. Um, <clears throat> the studio is still up and running. Uh, my office looks a lot better. Actually, I cleaned up the studio a bit uh, since last time people were over here. I had a table out. I had all this stuff. I felt very cluttered, and then we had to work from home. So yeah. I had to reorganize my <clears throat> my desk space and everything like that. But uh, um, I will say this. I do enjoy working from home um, just because I don't have to do the commute and um, – Let's be honest, I, I'm not really, I don't like people, which is weird. I hate, I love gatherings, but I hate people. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I do say I do I miss, I do miss the, the social aspect of hanging out with other friends yeah. and stuff like that. We've been doing a lot of Skype episodes with uh, Socially Awkward, which is weird because I'm surprised I didn't reach out to anybody during this going like, oh, this would be the perfect time to do a bunch of like Skype episodes if people were uh, home. The, the funny part is, is like a lot of people are like, you know, some people either are, you know, un- unfortunate and either are unemployed and trying to stay with the madness. I mean, luckily for us, we are able to still work, you know, eight hours a day and then 
basically just work have from home, work know? from home and just have her thing, but not, uh, I can't, I can't imagine the people who don't even have that to actually like occupy yourself for eight hours a day. I mean, granted, I guess you could, oh, yeah, I'd be going nuts. <clears throat> actually, I'd probably Excuse just be me. getting through school a lot faster. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. I'm just trying to, you know, we're just trying to fill this out. This is, um, you're the person I've been, uh, quarantined with pretty much the entire time. Uh, so it's just funny because, um, Everybody else, it's like, oh, so how are you going? How how is everything going? I would ask you that, but I already I already know. Like yeah. we we already know we're how pretty much all going. up in each other's business. Actually, time. not really. Uh, you're pretty <laughs> much downstairs working uh, on your on the computer downstairs, and then I'm just in my office, you know. And then we just meet up for our breaks, and then uh, go on. We've been going on walks, so oh, around the complex. To... Oh wait, no, that's never mind. No, you're thinking uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. Uh, when, we, oh, like, when we have I, some I, stuff. I, 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 but uh, yeah, I, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, hopefully, yeah. everyone uh, enjoys this uh, content and stuff like that. Um, but uh, before we do everything, uh, let's just do a huge, I guess, kind of semi where, where we're at now. Catch up. Um, yeah. So last last now? episode we was one forty three, um, and that was like right before October was starting. We were planning on this October thing, but uh, Anna was swamped with. Uh, yeah, I had uh, school. a ton of school to get through, and it was and then just anybody stressful. else I was trying to get on the show at that point. It just things were just not lining up. So um, yeah, hopefully once this is all over, we all uh, we can all get back to uh, having a bunch of content uh, again on the on the on the thing. But Anna, how's how's quarantine and all this for you? And so starting in October, I got up on October first. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> um a lot's happened, so I can't remember exactly all that happened between now and then. Um, I well, actually, let's 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 run it through this way then. If you can't remember, we'll just hit we'll just hit certain beats uh, since it was the, the beginning of October. How was your Halloween? Um, oh, I forgot about Halloween. <laughs> That's what I'm second. saying. Like we have to go back. Like yeah, uh, we're so, we're gonna take you back to the to past. past. <laughs> Uh, to uh, 20, tell 20, the shitty stories that suck ass. Tell the <laughs> shitty uh, follow ups that suck ass. Uh, but yeah, this is bringing you back to uh, 20, 2019, the year everyone was like, I can't wait for this year to be over. And then 2020 yeah, hit and us. Everyone's with, like, 2019 is terrible. And then 2020 rolled around. And they're like, oh, I missed 2019. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, anyways, okay, so yeah, October. So, October was actually really fun. Uh, for Halloween, because a friend of ours at work, uh, he retired, so much love to him. We still talk to him. He's awesome. But he dressed up as, I'm guessing, the Grim Reaper, and he had this awesome mask and, like, this really cool robe, and I was super jealous because I was like, I kind of wish I was wearing that, but at the same time, I was excited because I was wearing a Daphne costume, and I was, like, super proud of myself for thinking of, like, number one, something Scooby-Doo related, since you love Scooby-Doo, Steve. And number two, the fact that it was semi-horror related. And number three, it was a, I got to wear something that went with my red hair, like a costume that was went with the theme of my red hair. So that was exciting. Also, speaking of themes, unrelated, sort of, um, I realized that I'm still sticking with the uh, podcast theme that I unintentionally started where I kept wearing uh, my Cthulhu shirts. Today, I am wearing a uh, House on Haunted Hill t-shirt that's so at least it's still horror related and i have noticed like almost i think every single time we've done a podcast with the exception of maybe one or two times i've been wearing either one of my cthulhu shirts or i've been wearing a uh horror shirt so i'm very proud of myself for sticking to that yeah no you're uh better than me i don't stick to shit apparently well everyone can say that with all the podcasts i don't do um yeah Anyways, now that Steve is done bashing himself, I'm not hopefully. bashing. I'm uh, self-deprecating. No self-deprecation. Um, so moving on to Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, I can't remember what we did. For we went over to your parents uh, for a part of the day, and then we went over to your parents. My for the parents. Rest of the day. Oh, and then also you had your your uh, <laughs> sister had her wedding. Like there's been a oh, bunch yeah, of shit yeah, that we, we got. Gotten to that yet? Oh, well, that was pretty much in the t- same time frame. That was like yeah, like I was the beginning of... trying to think of what happened for Thanksgiving. Um, so basically, <laughs> that was fun. So a week before Thanksgiving, I had my si- I uh, threw my sister her bridal shower. Uh, then we had the week of Thanksgiving. Then the following week, Thursday, we had the bachelorette party, which was a lot of fun. It was down in Phoenix. 
Um, we originally were trying to go to Breadfruit and Rum Bar, but they didn't have enough seats for us. But still, a shout out to Breadfruit and Rum Bar. They're not sponsoring us. I just really enjoy them. And I know they're struggling right now with the whole coronavirus thing. So much love to them. Go find their Facebook page and give them a like. Um, then after... Uh, so we... Uh, after the bachelorette party, which lasted until about 3 a.m., I think we each got up around 8-ish... Uh, in the morning, and I had to immediately leave, go get my nails done for the wedding on Saturday, um, then went and helped my sister set up the church for the wedding the next day. Um, then, instead of helping my sister set up the uh reception hall I decided to just go home get a quick like 30 minute nap uh got back up headed out headed back out to and keep in mind this is like a 40 minute drive from downtown Phoenix to where we were having where I got my nails done and where we were having the thing then I drove 40 minutes back to my house took a 30 minute nap drove 40 minutes again back to the church um we did a uh we did the rehearsal then we did the rehearsal dinner. Then we drove 40 minutes back home. Then I got up super early the next day, drove 40 minutes again out to where uh, my sister was and all that kind of stuff. Got ready, helped her get ready, did the whole wedding. Um, spent pretty much from s about 6 a.m. to about 8 p.m. Uh, with my family and doing the whole wedding thing, which was awesome. Like, it was a beautiful wedding. She had a really nice dress. I absolutely love her husband. He's awesome. Um, then we... Shout out to the happy couple. <laughs> yeah. About five months late. But hey, or six months late. No, I congratulate them at the wedding. Months. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I was just saying, like, our shout out on the podcast is about five months late. Yeah, I don't even know if they listen to it. So I doubt it. So. Um, highly doubt um, so then, wasn't feeling very good at the reception, so ended up heading out a bit early Got home, immediately got a fever, and was knocked on my ass for about three to four days straight where I couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah, that so, was... Uh, and that, then I got Steve sick. <laughs> yeah, we both got, yeah. Violently ill. Violently ill. Ill. Uh, that was like the... Oh, that was like the... Was that the... Yeah, that was like the second week of December. It was so weird. We got deathly ill, and then we got over it. And I think everybody kind of felt it that year. Christmas yeah, was just everyone like everyone was getting sick at that. Point. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just like the Christmas was just off. Like yeah. I forgot about a bunch of stuff. I had to do like last minute shopping and everything like that. It was just this weird thing. And it's just like just like losing a couple of days, uh, which is like. Well, we were out of work for two or three days. And then <coughs> we actually had to skip out on the Christmas party that work had planned because we were just not up to it so we in total like we had like maybe we worked about two and a half days that week and it was just it was essentially like losing an entire week it yeah was like horrendous. yeah i think we were off monday, monday i think we were off monday tuesday. tuesday we came back wednesday and we worked till friday but friday they were cutting it short because of the party but i was just like i'm just not feeling it can we just like yeah we were both completely exhausted so we just went home which was really sweet of our work to let us do that. Um, um, did work out too because I felt like going home and then just because we just came home and just rested pretty much. And I think we were pretty much back to normal. I want to say either Saturday evening or probably like Sunday. So yeah, almost a week with that just sickness. It yeah, just, uh, that was awful. Um, but finally we got over that. And then I know like everyone was passing it around at work because like it was just like one person after another after another. It was like this weird delayed domino effect where everyone just got sick from each other and it was not fun but um yeah then christmas we did my parents then your parents oh yeah my grandparents loved you at the wedding i uh, forgot to mention that um steve was very charming as usual um what can i say people love me they really do um, then we had New Year's, which we celebrated with, uh, Matthew and Megan Renfro. Yes. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh the rest of the year was pretty much good. And then we just got hit with this. It was just, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, January was fine. Um, 
February was good. I think, I, yeah. yeah. February, we celebrated our five-year anniversary. Yeah, we got all that stuff and everything. But I, I, I was just going with the... Um, <clears throat> interesting. don't know why that person is trending. Sorry, no, I had to pull something out because I do have some... Uh, uh, a little bit of like some news or whatnot before oh, okay. we jump into the the movie oh. we actually watched this week, um, <coughs> but yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah, and then it's just been this. It's like uh, lucky for us, I think uh, we were able to celebrate Patrick's birthday because he was like March first, right before any of this stuff yeah. just kind of boom. And we were able to still celebrate St. Patrick's Day. We had to change our plans, but we were still able to at least go out and get brunch. So I was happy about that. And then we drank. Yeah. So, but I was still kind of bummed Yeah, I about. think that was the, I want to say, was that the last, oh, it was St. Patrick's Day. Okay, I was trying to yeah. figure that out. Okay, yeah, so St. Patrick's like Day, I think was. afterwards was whenever. Yeah, but I think St. Patrick's down. Day was the last um, time we actually ate at a restaurant. So that was like March. Yep. Because everything yeah. else was just done. Dunsville. Dunzo. Dunzo, that's the word I was looking for. Um, this actually has nothing. Well, it kind of fits into the only other thing I, I, I would say is, uh, uh, watching some stuff. We did actually check out the new, uh, this actually should be on a uh, long box cast, but, uh, we actually watched the new DuckTales series that yes. came out in 2017. Oh my gosh. I love uh, it. and I'm just over the moon with it. So I'll, I'll chat about that more. Um, I also did watch, um, uh, the final, or the not the final, but the the second season. Finally, I finished of uh, making uh, making a murderer. Oh yeah, I can't watch it. Sh- that show it pisses me off too much. Yeah, and then I ended up watching another uh, docu series because Matthew and uh, Eric were raving about it. Uh, first episode is really difficult to get through, but uh, it's uh, it's only like three episodes. But uh, don't fuck with cats. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like an internet thing where they actually catch, like, this murderer guy, which I've never even heard of, but, like, watching it, you're just like, holy shit, but then they mention, like, a couple of other serial killers that I've never even heard of. Ooh. Uh, two of them was, like, a couple in Canada. Um, this person was from Canada, but it's it's really crazy because, like, after watching so many docuseries, uh, when they just start showing this guy... Uh, I, I, I guess the premise is, is uh, he basically killed uh, two cats, mm-hmm. kittens in the beginning, uh, does this really brutal thing. Yeah, it's it's very hard to watch. He he does this uh, two other videos like that where he he kills two, like two more cats. And then he he's kind of gone for a while. Like it's just this weird Internet presence. I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't seen it. But uh, then you find out it stumbles upon that he uh, he murders somebody oh. on camera. And posts it on the thing. And the reason people found him, because they were trying to find him earlier, these internet people, they're like, hey, mm-hmm. I go online, I go to relax, you know, check yeah. out stuff, enjoy Not myself. Uh, there's murder. there's an unwritten rule, apparently, on the internet where you don't fuck with cats. Oh. Uh, kind of thing. So these people, Good. when he first posted the video, then you had all these hacker people going after him and trying to find stuff. And they, pin, and they actually help. But the shitty part is, is they basically tell the the cops because this guy they were trying to figure out where he was stationed in mm-hmm. then they find out it's like in canada and like all this kind of stuff because this guy this guy is a straight a like sociopath like so full of himself so like all this kind of stuff and it's interesting because like you can cl- clearly see it in his face like when he's doing shit and stuff of like that and then they interview his mom at one point and she's like no, no no he didn't do it like something and she talks about this one guy and when she starts telling the story about how this other person was the person who manipulated him and like controlled himself of that she's telling this is what she believes that's the sad part that's what she believes he totally he made it all up but just like all the yeah. steps and so, it's a very interesting document yeah, i'd say that crosses the line of sociopath and goes straight up into psychopathy so yeah the guy the the, the person's fun, like they caught him he went to jail and stuff like that but just like everything how it happened and all this kind of stuff it's just a very interesting thing but it's just like seeing the mind of just a serial killer because they think they were just pissed uh the internet people who were helping out with this they were just pissed because it's like we gave the officers this information prior to this and then like three months later there's a body that they finally found because they were like look this guy is doing this shit and he's pro- his next step is going to be murdering somebody yeah. is going to be murdering well, an actual human being i mean that's a tricky thing though because like the cops can't like preemptively arrest someone like i mean no no no, they can't but the problem is is they had all this evidence like he kept sending he kept posting these videos and he, and he said i'm not going to stop and my next i'm going to keep making these pictures and my next one is going to be a human being right but you can't arrest so like you can i mean i guess you could probably arrest them for 
Actually, I don't even know if you could arrest him for attempted murder because it's not like he actually specifically threatened any one person. And also with the internet, it's really hard to tell if they're well, then, the truth or not. Uh, so I'm just playing well, devil's advocate. I know you're here. playing devil's advocate, but I don't want to <clears throat> spoil things of that. Well, there's even one where the woman, where the place that she works, she gets a video sent to her of the casino she works at. Oh. And she's like... That's creepy stalker territory. <laughs> Right. So it's like, oh, this weird shit like this guy was, you know, what he does and everything that. So, yeah, Yeah. definitely check out Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, It's very interesting. But I will say this. uh, First episode is really hard to watch just because, like, they don't show you the full video, but it, like, shows you the lead up. And then they tell you, like, this is basically what happened. And and you're just like, that is just like, I don't know anybody who could just do that to any living thing. So it's just one of those those fucked up things. Yeah. but uh, before um, I will tell it, uh, I will say it now. Um, so the movie we did watch, or Anna watched this week, was uh, the 2002 movie The Ring. Uh, I will will dive into that um, right before this. A uh, little bit of sad news. Um, oh shit! We were just talking about the touchscreen thing, and mm-hmm. then I had to get a thing off my screen, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, it's a touchscreen. Um, John <laughs> Lafia. Uh, if you don't know his name, you might know some one of the films he two of the films he worked at. Uh, he directed the horror film Child's Play two and co-wrote Child's Played. Oh. Uh, oh shit! Okay, they did release that. Okay, this is new. I just heard the news today um, from uh, another podcast I listened to, and I guess they didn't ha- say what happened. And now I see what happened. So now this is even gets even sadder. Uh, died by suicide this week in Los Angeles, oh. according to Los Angeles County Medical Examiner. Carmen said he was 63. Lafayette's fan confirmed his passing Saturday in a statement to Dateline. Uh, yeah, no, they before they didn't know like what it, what the cause of death was. Um, he was actually the one that gave the line, uh, pretty much wrote the line, uh, I'm Chucky, do you want to play? Which is like one of those most iconic lines in yeah. that like franchise. So it's like, so um, uh, rest in peace. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry you were battling with, you know, your demons and, you know, you only thought the only way out was, was, was death. Um, uh, sad. So again, kids, I like how I always call people kids. Like I'm just such this old fart. So the day's going to, the day's going to come when I do say kids and I am going to be like 90 years old finally. Um, well, but, mathematically, yes, that is a factual statement. <laughs> um, but yes, raise your, beer or water or glass or whatever the heck you're holding but i was just gonna say um i was just gonna say yeah if you're if you're dealing with this kind of stuff uh seek help there's the suicide hotline and all that kind of stuff i didn't realize this was going to become that depressing um so let's talk about the the ring uh (laughs) um but before we do oh shit uh it's all good i can refer a second so funny story behind watching The Ring. I actually um, I decided randomly that I wanted to watch it because Steve was doing something else. And so I decided to uh, watch it by myself, um, got really drunk and started messaging a couple of my friends about it and telling them, like just giving them my random thoughts on the movie. And so then I decided to try to start doing that with all of my <laughs> with all like horror movies that I watch and just call it Anna watches. Um, so, but I feel really bad because I did the same thing the other night with the conjuring. And I told my friend, Mary, I would message her and then I got drunk and forgot. So apparently uh, I'm not responsible when I'm drunk. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but yes, we did watch, um, the ring, the ring, the 2002 ring. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll, like we said, well, uh, if you haven't seen the ring, it came out in 2002. Um, if you don't want to know anything about the movie, then this is your spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, uh, without further ado. I bid you welcome. I am Dracula. them. Children of the night. What music they
So, yes, the ring. Um, before we dive in, I think I'm going to try to do a um, <clears throat> pull back the curtain a bit. I did a little bit of research. I know that's weird to say, like, is like you don't research the movies beforehand. I'm like, yes, Normally I do. But, <laughs> well, no, I do. I know you don't. Um, I, I well, do plus, I also hold stupid knowledge in my head about uh, horror movies and all these weird factual things. And, I mean, fuck, you saw me during DuckTales when shit would pop up and be like, oh, my God, it's that's true. from such and such. And it's like, why would I retain this information that it, it's never going to come up in Jeopardy? And, first off, never going to be on Jeopardy. <laughs> I know somebody who probably could be on Jeopardy. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. But um, I know Maybe. I will never be on it. Uh, but the never question is going to be all like, what happened on the blah, blah, blah and the ducktail? I'll be like, well, f- right up my alley. Uh, it's like but- one of those stupid pieces of knowledge that you have for like the television section of Trivia Night that you're never going to use again. Yeah, uh, most of the stuff I already knew, um, but maybe some people don't know about this. So, of course, uh, The Ring uh, was a remake of the of, of original Japanese version called The Ring Ye. Uh, came out in called- 1998. I thought it was called Ringu. It could be pronounced ringu. I, who I don't knows? Know. It's, um, it's all. But one thing I didn't know about this: it's also it's based on the novel of the same name. Oh, I did not yeah. realize there was a novel. Actually, the novel was based around a true story. Oh, well, actually, it's based around a mythology. There's a well, couple different versions of the story. Well, that's what I, I was also going to dive into. Oh, of course, also that happened this year was the, there was also a sequel for the Japanese. Uh, movie as well, the Japanese one, and that also came out in 1998 as well, and that was called uh, I, I might be pronouncing this wrong too, but it, uh, it was uh, in Japan it was called uh, Re- Resin, and uh, in America it was known as Spiral. There was also based on the sequel of the same name as well for the novel. There was a novel of that. They also did another movie called, and it was a prequel, and it was uh, Ringu Ringo whatever. Uh, Zero, uh, Basuidi, uh, that came out in 2000, um, known in America as Ring Zero Birthday, based on a, sh- a short story, uh, Lemon Heart. Oh. Uh, b- uh, brought to us, uh, brought to the American audience with a remake, pretty much. Um, it was also interesting, the fact that this was a weird craze, and it didn't, it didn't last long. You know how, uh, we, we've seen a resurgent of, kind of like the, the horror movie genre, uh, James Wan kind of came in with The Conjuring and kind of yeah. brought us back to supernatural stuff. Yeah, now uh, that you mentioned it, like, The Ring was a huge deal for, like, a couple months, and then it went away. Well, what I mean is there was a huge fad, uh, um... Like, there's always, like, a resurgence of something. So, basically, so this this original movie comes out in 1998 in Japan. is a pretty much a big, huge hit. Actually, it's probably... I like... Nothing wrong with the, the 2002 version. I did enjoy that, oh, but I, I do... Thoughts. But uh, that's fine, and we'll, <laughs> and we'll get to that. Um, but basically... Um, uh, shit, what was I going with? Oh, uh, yeah. So, basically, this, 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 we always have these weird resurgence, such as uh, the slasher films were dead for a while, and then uh, we get Scream, and that kind of brought us back to the traditional of, oh, shit, like this psychological slasher film, um, before they just started getting into the weird, like, ramp-ups of just like, oh, let's just see how much we can make this gory, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, what happened is, this movie was a success in Japan. America decides, we want to remake it. And kind of bring it over to the U.S. audience because this is something no one has seen before uh, at that time period. This was this was the first time, uh, and not really the first time, but uh, in a long time, I should say, since the last time we took something from Japan and actually brought it over to America, probably was Godzilla uh, was a big thing with the monster movies, and then that kind of fad died in America, but it kept going in in Japan. So basically, what ended up happening is so they they grabbed this. Grab this movie, bring it over. It's a commercial success. It's very successful. Um, and they decide, we want to do it again. And they do it with The Grudge, where they grab The Grudge and they bring it over. They also did it with Drag Me to Hell, I believe. Oh, Drag Me to Hell was a Japanese? I believe so. I could be wrong on that. I'm sure I'll get corrected on it tomorrow. I just know it was, a, I thought it was a Sam Raimi film. Uh, I know it was a Sam Raimi film, but I, I feel like there was a Japanese version of it, but I could be entirely wrong on that. And that's, but it uh, is like the same sort of genre as The Grudge and The Ring. And then it was, uh, and that's fine, uh, that, that'd be interesting to check out. Um, but what I, what I, why I brought this up with is in 2016, it was only released in Japan, you could probably get it uh, you know, in, in America or whatnot, um, was uh, they did a uh, they did a Junon versus Ring 
Oh, Ringu, yeah. and it was a, it was a, it was, it was, a, it was the Grudge versus versus the Ring, Samara, uh, Samara, and the Ring or whatnot. So I thought that was a very interesting fact of if he didn't know about that, where it's all like, and I actually got kind of excited because I'm like, oh, that was almost like an homage to like instead of it wasn't versus, but it was like uh, Dracula meets the Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein meets Dracula, you know, uh, Frankenstein, yeah. you know, uh, and some of that. So it was always like, oh, they they want to do that, which I would be down for like a uh, some versus movie of the old uh, horror movies. But that kind of confused me, though, because I feel like the boy in The Grudge wasn't really as big of a character as the woman was. So why would you pull a lesser character from the grudge and pitted against the main character of the of ring unless the, ring. the uh unless it had unless he had a more dominant role it, well actually the grudge actually had a couple of sequels in japan as well and i think they were mostly based on the child oh okay so it could yeah, the grudge too might have been based on the child i never saw that one so well i've never i've never seen uh any of the yeah of the, the grudge, uh well, the american version and they just actually and there's another thing they just remade that in 2020 that was actually one of the first uh oh, horror yeah. films that came out um this thing but uh but yeah, so um, as always, we'll talk a little bit about the movies. We'll talk about what we like, what we did like, uh, all this kind of stuff. Of course, we'll give our rating at the end along with uh, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic. So Anna, since you just watched this movie, it's probably more fresh in your mind than mine probably. Um, uh, this was your first time seeing The Ring? Yes. Okay, so what did you think? Honestly, well, I can go through all the text messages that I sent if you want, but I mean, I guess it's kind of up to you if you actually want to see all the ridiculousness. Well, I, I just want to know what your like thoughts were and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Apparently, one of my thoughts was there's a lot of blondes in this movie, um, but I short version is I enjoyed it. It wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. And that's not because of like the movie was dated or anything like that. It was literally just because I just, it just wasn't scary to me. I don't know why, but like for whatever reason, like insidious and paranormal activity scared me way more. And I know because I rewatched paranormal activity and insidious and like right after I watched the ring and both of them creeped me out. That's funny because I feel like the ring is an actual better movie um, than paranormal activity. I fall asleep during that movie. That movie does not excite me at all. I think the premise is pretty much dumb and uh, all the sequels that expand from it. Well, that's the, fine. Yeah, the sequels are not. Uh, great. But don't get me wrong; it was a smart idea. You did some. You brought pretty much. Um, that was actually that was a resurgence again of, of the, the found handheld, yeah. of the found uh, found footage yeah. uh, movies. Uh, well, so, the, honestly, the reason why Paranormal Activity creeps me out so much, I think it's because more things happen off camera, and it's more about like the suspense of what's you don't see going on versus what you do. Which is funny so. because Ring actually had that. Did it? Yeah, in the very beginning of the of this movie, it's like oh, yeah, they watch the, the movie and you do, yeah. and you don't really see anything and then you just see the girl kind of like scream and then you see a little bit of her corpse and then it was like it wasn't until like, you know, they the build up at the end which I thought was cool. The the thing I want to say is like I do give credit to this movie because it again it did bring some horror light back to everything. Uh it was rated PG-13. Uh that's why I think it did so well because most people were at that age where they're like, "Oh, I can go see this movie. I can go yeah. see a horror movie, you know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah." So was The Garage, I believe. And yeah, I, I think, think so. So was Drag Me to Hell. No, Drag Me to Hell was definitely R. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, what I thought was interesting about this movie is it, it almost it kind of missed the mark uh, due to the fact that it, it, it was the VHS was the was the vessel for this demon yeah. thing. You see this video. But I think it's funny because the movie came out in 2002 where VHSs were pretty much being phased out at that point for uh, DVDs. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I feel like if the movie came out like in 98, Eight like the original, or even a year later, ninety nine. It would have had maybe like a little bit more resonance with people because they were like, "Oh yeah, I know VHS." I mean, seeing it now, everyone's all like, "Who even has a VHS player?" You know. Honestly, I think it came out at the perfect time in the U.S. Just because, like, despite the fact that VHS was being phased out, I felt like the like the atmosphere was right in America to have like that kind of like creepy resurgence thing going on. Um. But I'm just rambling. I don't yeah. Know so, uh, but anyways, yeah. So the, the, that happens. Like there's a there's a death right at the beginning of the movie. Then you have this uh, 
uh, reporter who kind of because it's like what her like son's cousin something like twice removed he, yeah it's her it's her sister's daughter so yeah her 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 like niece her niece and his cousin so yeah so um so she's like okay i'm gonna go what's going on with this so and i did kind of like that aspect of the movie where it wasn't like this just full-on kind of like horror movie it also had like some investigation stuff to it uncovering stuff i haven't seen like a movie do that in a while when when i first saw this movie i think the last movie i kind of saw with that was was uh the movie what lies beneath where it has some it has some scary parts in it like a ghost it's with harrison ford and uh michelle pfeiffer um it's a very good i'll put it this way if you haven't seen the movie Check it out. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, all I'm going to give you is got some haunting stuff, but then there's some investigation. But I'm not going to spoil it because I will say this: I can I have not rewatched that movie because once it ends and you know how it goes, you're like, oh, okay. But then you're like, well, I can't rewatch it because I'm not gonna. Sense. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna have that that same effect. So it's it's definitely a it's definitely a psychological thriller that is one and done, but it was very well done. And Harrison Ford does a great job in it, and Michelle Pfeiffer's great in it. Like, everybody's great in that movie. And, and now that I think about it, those might be the only two people in it besides, like, random flashback people. Like, those are, like, the main... So, basically, you're you're with these two characters throughout the entire thing, and it's like this, oh, okay, so you get, like... I think it works on so many levels with that because you get so many, like... You get to see the range. You get to see, like, you get more of their backstory. You get more of, like, those characters instead of having, like, a movie with a bunch of people. And you're like, okay, we got to focus on this person, this person, this person, this person, flesh out these characters, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're able to just so do that. So because limited people on camera, you get more. Yeah, it's like the it's like the lighthouse, you know, how there's, like. Oh, see, I was thinking of 12 Angry Men, but, yeah, the lighthouse. Oh, yeah, 12 Angry Men. Well, it just takes place in one room. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that same kind of thing where it's, like, you're stuck with these characters for this length of time, so you really get to feel for them you flesh these characters out basically um but yeah so um i'm just trying to remember okay so um skipping i know we skip all over the way what did you actually think of the actual video eh. no, no no what i mean is like your oh. thoughts your not that it was creepy or anything like that uh, i mean obviously it wasn't creepy you really did not like this movie no it wasn't that i didn't like it it's just i didn't get creeped out by it no no, no i didn't get creeped was... out by the video when i first saw it the video was to me like when you actually see the video it, it okay. felt to me like a a like a like a like a, a experimental film project thing right yeah like it felt like a college film yes um but I will say it was interesting watching the, the the video and then, like, seeing all the stuff pop up, like the ladder and, like, the chair and all that kind of stuff. And then seeing, like, where <clears throat> Samara used to live before, like, and, like, her dad. Okay, I, I, I still don't get the whole thing with the dad, but, like, I don't understand his, his um, motivations for attacking her. Like, that made no sense to me. The thing with the fly was creepy and cool. When, oh, when you paused the video? Whenever she paused the video and the fly ended up was, like, still moving, like, in the video. Um, I still don't quite know why Samara does what she does, and that kind of bugs me. Well, I think <clears throat> I think they fleshed that out more. Okay. I think that's why they ended the movie how they ended it, because obviously I didn't know when I was like, oh, they're making a sequel to The Ring? Why are they doing that? Like, just leave it out there. But then I, re I didn't realize now, seeing this background, where there was a bunch of... Uh, there was a sequel with the novel. They made a sequel film, so I wonder if they flesh out more of the story. I mean, I don't think those that film didn't do well, because they even did a Ring 3 here so many years later it was supposed to be like kind of like a soft reboot maybe or whatnot mm -hmm. um but i don't think that did well as uh, as well as as they as they anticipated or whatnot because this one this one came out of the gates and did very well uh for itself and i think it got released in like the summer or no it got released in november because uh, i remember seeing it in theaters and stuff like that um yeah i don't know if they flesh out the dad anymore in in the movies either so but it is it, it is a weird thing too because i felt that too because i didn't see the other two yeah the american versions but it is a weird thing like if we didn't know they're they're planning a sequel like just to have that in there and then like how the movie ends and it just is kind of like this open ending of like oh shit 
Like yeah. anybody can get it. Like I like that that thing. I thought was kind of cool. Where if there wasn't going to be a sequel, you just left it where it's all like, oh no, evil is out there. You don't fucking watch videotapes. Like yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, they did. It, well, I mean, they did have their their I, qualities and ideas. I think. I mean, and also I feel like it's quite easy to like update the the media to spread it. So that idea is kind of like technically that's kind of a scary idea where you could just be like, oh, I like granted we don't use VHS anymore, but I can, you know, put it on a DVD. I can upload like a, you know, as like a uh, I want to say MPEG, but I don't think that's right. Anyways, but you know what I mean? Like basically upload the video to YouTube or, you know, whatever, like so then other people see it. Um, But. So actually, I don't know if you found this or not, but there's like there's more than one backstory I found for like the inspiration of Samara. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, But the one that I found is on Bloody Disgusting because we use them for a lot of our news. Um, It says the story of Sadako slash Samara first introduced in the Koji uh, Suzuki pen novel that became 1998's Ringu and then 2002's The Ring. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so... Located in western Japan, Himeji Castle stands high atop a mountain and was built somewhere between 1333 and 1346 as a home for the lord of Himeji? 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 I don't know. Uh, The castle, one of the most popular tour destinations in Japan, is said to be incredibly lucky, almost supernaturally so, but it has a pretty creepy story attached to it. The story of Okiku who died in a well outside the castle. Okiku, who worked in a dungeon beneath the castle, was the servant to a samurai named Tessan Aoyama. Tessan Aoyama. Yeah, I'm slaughtering all of these names, and I don't care anymore. Um, Oh, you dishonor. Aoyama took a particular liking to her. In fact, he fell madly in love with her, telling her that she was going to, or he was going to leave his wife and be with her, but Okiku wasn't on board with this plan which led to her apparent murder at the hands of the brutal samurai. One of Okiku's primary duties <clears throat> was to look after ten highly valuable golden plates that were owned by, by Ayama, and one day the samurai decided to hide one of them. He told Okiku if she didn't agree to be with him, he would blame her for stealing the plate, which would lead to her torture and execution. In one version of the story, Okiku ended her own life by throwing herself down the castle's well, believing herself to be in a no-win situation with no other way out. In the other version, Ayama threw her down the well after she refused to be with him. In the wake of Okiku's death, she was said to crawl out of the well and appear to Ayama on a nightly basis. Ayama was apparently driven insane by the vengeful ghost's incessant screams in the night. She was regularly heard counting the plates in the dungeon, throwing a violent fit whenever she realized, as she always did, that the tenth plate was still missing. Drawings of Okiku depict her as looking very similar to Samara with flowing black hair and a long white dress. This is the general depiction of a person who has died under unnatural circumstances in Japan. These ghosts are referred to as yurei, yurei, translating to either faint soul or dim spirit. These tragic women are buried in white dresses with their hair let down. The well, locally known as Okiku's well, can still be found outside Himeji Castle, but has now, uh, now has wrought iron bars cover- covering it. So I thought that that was an interesting story. And, like, I found a couple other variations on it, but that's basically, like, the whole thing. And, actually, that was a, that's a really common thing in Japan to see, like, uh, if someone, a woman dies, like, a drowning death, you'll see her with, like, her hair down and, like, wearing a white dress, and she's usually, like, crying. Mm -hmm. So apparently that's a fun thing in Japan to see. Um, But, yeah, I thought that that was interesting because, yeah, I did a bit of research after I finished watching the movie. Um... But yeah, overall, I thought that the story was really interesting. I just was not invested in the horror aspect of it, I mm. guess. Um, yeah, so apparently I had a problem with the... Okay, so the freaking kid, mm-hmm. like her son, the first thing I was like, the first thing I sent was, first of all, the Damien kid, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was really creeped out by the kid. Oh, yeah, and then I said, why the fuck were the faces warped in the picture, and why the hell would you watch an unlabeled videotape? Um, Which Uh, I feel are valid questions. Well, uh, Well, I mean, they explain the face warping thing. But, well, the reason why is she, she, because she she was doing her investigation, and someone's like, oh, there was this cabin that they went to, blah, 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 and there was this videotape, blah, blah, blah. 
Well, she didn't find it. She just found an unlabeled videotape in her uh, niece's bedroom and took it and then watched it at home. I was like, why? She yeah. Didn't, she didn't find out about the log, about the cabin thing until after she took the tape. Well, I don't know. No, sorry. I was just like, I was like, whenever I was watching the movie, a movie, I was like, why is she doing it? Like, it's just, I guess, I mean, obviously it's to move the story forward, but it's like, I'm pretty sure if like my cousin died, I wouldn't like take something from her room. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Anyways. Um, sorry, not trying to pick up, pick apart the movie. No, um, you're fine. I was just trying to give you an answer. Most likely because she was investigating. She was probably like, why does she have an unlabeled videotape? I'm going to investigate. Maybe there's something maybe. on this tape that shows me what happened. Oh, yeah. So one thing that no one told me about, because I've heard a lot about this movie. The one thing that I had never heard about that I was not expecting, besides the face warping thing, which I thought was a cool touch. Um... The freaking horse throwing itself off of the ferry and killing itself. That was horrendously tragic. Yeah. That made me so sad. And no one told me it was going to happen. And I was like, what is this? Uh, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be. I'm not sure. Someone said it wasn't actually a real horse. It was just like a, it was CGI, I guess. And I was like, that was actually a really good job on that because it was in black and white and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. That did not look CGI to me. Maybe they used a real horse like on the the ferry and then like once it went over the edge it was CGI or something. I don't know, but it was heartbreaking to watch that scene. Uh and I'm not even a huge horse person, so I can't even imagine how a horse person would feel watching it. Um but yeah, I thought that that whole backstory with the woman like falling off her horse and then like all the horses like killing themselves and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was sad, but really interesting. Um, oh, yeah, and that was the other thing. I totally expected the, the Samara to, like, her eyes would pop open whenever she found the body in the well. Totally expected that to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of nice that they didn't do that whole little, like, horror movie trope. Um, and I think I would have been a lot more creeped out if I hadn't known that she was going to climb out of the TV. So... Um, oh, okay, there we go. Okay, so the horse that jumps to its death from the ferry was actually eight horses, each trained for specific actions as part of the sequence. The final leaping horse vaulted onto a soft cushion. The water and the splashes were generated in post-protection. Okay, so oh, okay. so basically, yeah, so the horse was real, but then the water was all CGI. So that's actually pretty good for... Um, but I liked it. I thought that was, uh, it, that was such a great point because... Uh, uh, I remember that as well, and I when I saw that, I thought that was very eerie, just because it's like it 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 knew just even the animals were like spooked, yeah, you know, and by even it. the animals uh, knew that she had had come in contact with Samara, and they're like, nope. Mm-hmm. So this is a weird thing. Uh, I I I thought the ending was actually actually kind of good because uh, when I when I saw it. Um, the same thing happened too. I was like, okay, the bo- the body's gonna move. Someone's gonna come out from the well and grab her. Blah blah blah. And then nothing happened. I'm like, all right, I guess the movie's over. End of story. She saved her. And then right when she gets home, and then the kids like, why did you do that? And it was like, what? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. When did I do that? And then and then the guy like you know it comes out of the TV and that's like the first time you saw that like believe me when we were in theater seeing that that was like yeah that would have been terrible. It wasn't so much of her coming out of the TV. We were just like oh fuck. But then when he went to run and she glitched and was yeah. like right there. That's when we were like oh f- no, <laughs> um kind of thing. So um, but yeah, I mean that that actually really surprised me because when I went to go see this, okay, yeah, no, two thousand two. This came out probably the year I just graduated high school, uh, going to college. Yeah, no, yeah. So when I saw this, yeah, it was, I was like, uh, uh, yeah, because I think everyone was making fun of it. Like, we are like, yeah. the ring? Oh, fuck the ring. And then we all saw it, like, as a group, and we're all kind of like, that ah, was kind of <laughs> fucked up at the end. Actually, it was even worse because I went out on, I think my parents were actually doing a their anniversary. They were in Hawaii. So then we came, I came home that night. And, oh, oh yeah. I, yeah, I came home not only to an empty house, but the fact that I went, I had to put the garbage out, and then I put the garbage out, and I saw something out of the corner of my eye, like, oh, no. And then when I went to bed, 
I woke up and my TV was on and it was doing the yeah the static thing. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something walk past like the the bedroom doorway, and I was just like, "Oh fuck no!" So I think that's why that movie really resonated for me because it was just one of those like, "Oh no 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 yeah uh, kind well, of thing." I think that might also be partially why I was so creeped out by Paranormal Activity because the first time I saw it, like they. Paranormal Activity was the only movie that I know of where for a long time they were only doing midnight showings of the movie and they did it for like two months straight. And then finally they started showing it during the day. But I went to one of the midnight showings to see it. And then after the movie was done, I had to drive home or drive back by myself to my sister's apartment. And I went in and all the lights were off. And I couldn't turn any of the lights on because I couldn't wake up my sisters. And I had to sleep in the living room on the couch by my freaking self. After watching a movie about a demon attacking people, I was like, this is crap. Um, but, oh yeah, that's the thing I was going to say. So I was reading my, my comments from while I was watching the movie. Keep in mind, drunk. One of my comments, like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, she made some snarky comment about, like, Oh, go back to you reading your Video Geek magazine. And I was like, Video Geek magazine? What a cunt. And then, like, she was, like, being really hateful to her ex. And I was like, wow, she got worse. And I also forgot, the woman in the video is named Anna. And I was yeah. like, oh, of course she's named Anna. Um, oh, look, a creepy chick in a chair. Good job, bitch. You just killed your kid. Um, oh, yeah. And then I said, oh, poor horse. Okay, she deserves to die. Um, and then... Oh, okay, yeah, I thought I said something else, but I didn't. Um, oh, yeah, and then they were like, uh, so, like, they somebody said something about, like, you only have seven days, and I started singing Seven Days by Sting. Oh, okay. So, like, I made that weird connection in my head. I don't know. It was just me basically just kind of rambling via text through the movie. And a couple people have enjoyed it, so I'm seriously debating a starting a twitter account just called anna watches and every time i watch a horror movie just let people know so they can do a watch along with me and enjoy my stupid rambling comments okay but before we get to our um our uh rating um we're going to do uh five vhs tapes uh five flies uh dead horses (laughs) five dead horses oh we can do chairs five chairs uh, okay, so IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Oh, low ratings for IMDb. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, oh, that is really interesting. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe this movie didn't do as well as I thought it did. Yeah, best scary movie since, I'm just reading the post right now. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but okay, so the Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 71%, which I assume, yeah, that's, what I would probably like rank it at like in the seventies or whatnot. Um, but audience put it at 48%. And then Metacritic, uh, is at 57%, uh, out of, I guess 100 or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess Anna, uh, yeah. What do you you want? What are you going to rate it? I'd say probably a three and a half out of five. Um, it gets an extra half because it was for the time it was original it started a lot of, like, the horror tropes that we have now. So you can't really judge it, like, based on, like, the current horror movies because, like, a lot of the current horror movies pulled shit from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a really interesting concept. I really liked the whole warped faces thing and, like, the like whenever you see, like, get a picture taken or see yourself, like, in the video or whatever. Um I did hate the main protagonist. I thought she was a bitch, and I really wanted her to die, and I was kind of disappointed she didn't. But <laughs> Nomi Watts? Well, I just meant the character that she played. Well. Um, I have no problem with the actress, as far as I know. Um, oh, yeah, the kid was creepy as fuck. Like, you can seriously just do... I'm, You know, I'm kind of sad that I didn't see this earlier, because then I would have been like, just get him to play Damien in the Omen movie. Um, yeah, but they did an Omen movie. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, he was super creepy looking, and he wasn't even trying to be creepy. And I'm like, every time he was on screen, I'm like, ah. But yeah, I think you just don't so, know. huh? Huh? <laughs> what did you say? No, I was about to say something. I was like, got sidetracked by someone else. Oh, uh, but yeah, I would say three and a half out of five because it was enjoyable, even if it didn't scare me personally. Next time, I might have to watch it with the lights off. Mm. Um, yeah, I would rate it about the same, about three and a half, uh, dead horses. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I've already said my piece, but I was just going to say, um, with all that said and done, any, any final thoughts? Any, anything else you'd like to add? Or um, Actually, what was your favorite part about the movie and least favorite? I don't think we got to that. Um, least favorite. Oh, I think my least favorite was you did this bang-up makeup job on the dead bodies, but never showed, like, that much. Like, it was literally, like, a quick flash. Yeah, yeah, you really didn't see the dude for very long. Or the the girl in the beginning, you know, like when it shows yeah. her corpse or whatnot. Now, it, it, to me, that was like the freakiest thing, but then it's all like you don't get to really get a good look at it. Like you'd probably have to find like still images online or whatnot. Um, I would say the best part, like I said, was just the the weird thing where, you, uh, where I expected the body or something to come up in the well, and you're like, oh, she's going to get dragged under or, yeah. or something like that, and then nothing happened. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. And then at the, it was all like, oh, I fixed it, I I helped her. And then the kid was like, why did you help her? And it was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I think that was the first time I was at in one of those things where I'm like, wait. Usually it always does that. Oh, okay, Michael Myers is now dead. Like right away, like kind of beat. Like, but this was like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna prolong this for a bit. And then you're like, oh shit, okay, is it coming after them again? And then out of nowhere, it was like at the guy's place, and you're like oh shit like yeah this is fucked up and then even how it kind of ended with just all like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna spread this video i'm gonna make other people watch it just so my uh, son doesn't die other people like yeah people close to me don't die it was like a weird fucked up ending where you're like oh anybody can watch this i will say i really enjoyed the fact that it added that psychological aspect to it of like do you value your own life over someone else's Mm. and i was like that's actually because it be it literally puts you into a moral dilemma of do i pass this on to someone else so then i can live basically like what it follows yeah right yeah So it's like do i give this to someone else and transmit the the virus or the disease or whatever you want to call it to somebody else so then i can keep on living or do i take one for the team let myself die so then no one else has to go through this. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Psychology. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I really enjoyed It Follows when that came out. Yeah. Uh, That's another one. Okay. That one, I actually appreciate that they didn't tell you, like, the whole backstory. Like, they told you nothing about what was going on with it. Um, But, yeah, this one, I felt like it was a little bit of a cop-out. And I'm guessing it was probably just so they could do a sequel. So, oh, they could have, or they didn't know what, what to, was going to happen. Yeah, but. I will have to hunt down the sequel at some point and watch it. Yeah, no, I'm very curious, actually, to see what the sequel goes, and then even yeah. with the, the third one um, that came so many years later, and they're still calling it The Ring 3, where I'm just like, this wasn't a reboot or whatnot. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Uh, don't forget, if you're looking for us, you can go to uh, facebook.com backslash Not Another Bee Horrorcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bee Horrorcast. And also, if you want to send us any emails or whatnot, which I don't think is going to happen, but you can do that at uh, Not Another Bee Horrorcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, that's, that's it from, I, I got nothing. Do you, do you got oh, anything else you want to add? I was going to just give a quick shout out and say thank you to everyone who was subscribed to us or liked our page and stuck with us through this huge long hiatus. I really appreciate it because well, school been, has been stressful. I, as I've well. been trying to keep everyone so, still up with just everything no, I throw I, on throwback. I Thursday, appreciate but. all the work that you've been doing with the Facebook page and keeping it updated. And I appreciate. Well, not everyone. really. It's just once a week. Yeah. But still, that's better than that's better than what I was doing, which was literally nothing because I was focusing on school. So thank you to everyone who's stuck with us through all this kind of thing. And I'll try to. I think. Finally, I'm starting to get used to school. Now that I said that, I'm probably going to freak out and lose my, you know, have to take another hiatus. But hopefully not. Hopefully I now have school under control and I can start doing this with Steve again because I've really missed this. And I've missed y'all's feedback from the two people that actually talked to me. Well, the one person that actually talks to me. So, yes, comments are always welcome. Please, please hit us up. And let us know that if whether or not you enjoyed the you enjoyed the episode and whether or not you enjoyed the ring because I really want to know. So, um, and yeah, that was pretty much my whole long spiel of ramblingness. Now you're good. Um, I was trying to remember if we had a sign off. Uh, yes, we do, and it was my sign off. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, so um, good, because I totally, I was like, do we have a fucking yes. sign-off? Okay, because I can't even remember half of my other uh, <laughs> sign-off is from all my other shit. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that's going to wrap it up for uh, Not Another Be Horrorcast, so thank you guys for listening, and let's uh, let's beat this COVID-19 together. I don't know what um, our podcast is going to do, but uh, be, be woke. <laughs> be scary. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Oh, and Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.